It's time for building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. Tabletop game design. The the end of the episode that's when it technically ends hello and welcome to building the game a documentary podcast today is monday march 29th and you're listening to episode 461 as always i'm your host jason hanging out here with you uh, i've got a new guest on that i haven't had before somebody i'm excited to chat with and that is game designer aaron wilson hey aaron how's it going hey i'm doing great i can't believe you have so many episodes <laughs> under your belt oh my god 400 and what uh, 461 started doing this podcast weekly uh in june 2012 wow so, i yeah, did not yeah, realize May this 2012. went back that yeah, far yeah um i yeah. actually i actually listened to your podcast when i started um doing design work before i knew anyone in the, in oh, the industry oh that's cool yeah it was really cool so i i remember actually uh you you had some you and rob had some contests uh, about dice rolling uh, it was like a dice game that was like a sports game, something you could pull out in yes. a bar. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I and I like I had a game in mind. I kind of like tried to design around that. And that was it was so funny because I brought that with me. One of the first people I met was Chris Kirkman and for, oh, yeah. with Greater Than Games. And I showed him that game because he had he had just done um, Daryl's game. What's the baseball one? Compounded. Oh, no. Um, bottom of the ninth. Yeah. Bottom, bottom of, the of the ninth. And I was like, this is uh I, I, sudden death or was it, you know, whatever it was yeah. like, it was like the right. last, it was like sudden death football or something. Anyway, it was nice. like this nice. little dice chucker, but yeah, it's that so funny. Been better if you'd said and that game turned into sovereign skies. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> that game turned into a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, yeah. So as a, as I just said, you, uh, designed sovereign skies, also, uh, why I otter for button shy, and also now an otter one, an, an otter one, <laughs> an shy. otter one. Yes, say. I know it is. An otter if, one. if you say it an other one, that's wrong. It's an otter yes. one. An otter yes. one. Yes, yes. It's like he won the contest. So yeah, yeah, I I did. Uh, it, yeah, Sovereign Scott is actually the the first game that I signed. Um, mm-hmm. But an otter one was actually the first game that I published that I got published uh-huh. <laughs> because. Right. Uh, Sovereign Skies like kind of took so long. Uh, it's a bigger yeah. game, um, so Button Shy has a pretty quick turnaround time yeah, compared to a company making a larger game like Sovereign Skies. Yeah, yeah that's fair. it does. Um, so yeah, so so those are the games that I have out now, and then um, and then I have a couple of designs that um, that I that I'm working on. One uh, another one for Deep Water, and then another one uh, an Otter one for uh, no, not for Button Shy. Another one that I'm actually going to be publishing with Ian Zhang, my uh, business partner um, nice, for nice. Gravitation Games. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. I know we're all, it feels like everyone's keeping very busy during the pandemic. Like we were all like, we can't go places. Well, let's just publish more games then. Like, let's do <laughs> I know. it. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's actually been pretty productive in, in, a, in a lot of ways. Um, the, the switch over to TTS from from cutting out stuff as we had talked about earlier. Yeah, it's it is so much faster to get things done. Um, yeah, and it's just so much more collaborative. It'll be hard to go back, right? It'll yeah, be hard to go back. No, to it, physical... it would definitely be hard to go back. And and one thing that that that's really helped me too is the just the online the acceptance really of just online collaboration as well and the 
like discord is blown up and and you know mm-hmm. i i uh i was part of the the new york city playtester group when it was just when we were just meeting at whole foods in the area right right uh, you know in like in the city um and and then gil um you know once the pandemic hit gil started uh, a discord and it's blown up there's like 200 and i don't know 500 designers on there now and every that's what Saturday, I've heard. That's what every I've heard, Saturday, yeah. every Tuesday, you can go, you can just pop in there and try to get your game tested and play test other people's games. It's, it's so fantastic. Um, and it's, it's such a, you know, it was so hard to do really before that, if you wanted to um, do that, you had to do that physically and you had to have people nearby and you were always kind of getting the same people mm-hmm. to play your game mm-hmm. and getting new people is it's easier now. I mean, you're not seeing the body language, but you are, you are getting, uh, varied, more varied feedback. I think now uh, because of right, right because of that. Yeah, and I try whenever I can um, with people that I know, or at least small groups of people. I try to do some sort of video chat when we're playing TTS. And some of the new TTS settings, like on Macs, you can run it in metal or whatever that means. I don't actually understand it. I just know that my computer doesn't go. Yeah, every time I better. run it, I know. I, I I have a Mac, <laughs> and it's the same thing. I I got to play in metal. I, I don't know yeah. what that means, but it, it definitely runs a little faster. Makes a difference, yeah. yeah. And like it, I really thought like I had a I had a Mac. It was a couple years old. It was pretty nice, but when I started working for myself, like um, started doing that, I was like, I need a new like I need an updated computer. So like I went out and bought like a top of the line like Mac, and it still ran like garbage. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, yeah, CGS like, doesn't run. It, it doesn't matter. Three thousand dollar computer. It's not going to run great if it's a Mac. Right, That's right, just, right. They yeah. did that on purpose. <laughs> I don't think they have the skills to do that on purpose. No. <laughs> but no, so the new the new changes have made it easy. I was, I, I've, you know, a lot of times when I'm co-designing, we'll have TTS pull up and video chat because we want to be able to talk to each other. And then we also want to be able to share screens and stuff yeah. outside of TTS. And that has working way better now. Um, and I know there's some new options for, uh, non-Mac users, like forcing it to be actual full screen and stuff that's making it uh, take less resources. So that's what my friend Kelly said, and he's a he's a programmer and stuff, okay. and he knows all about stuff. So, yeah, and he's he said it makes a big difference, and I believe him because yeah. he wasn't like uh, 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 the whole time we were talking. So <laughs> something's working. Yeah, I was like forced to upgrade my my internet, which was which was huge because I was having so many problems and I, I did the whole mesh network thing and it's just like completely life-changing. Um, oh, wow. It's great. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, I, this room I'm in is, is like a cave and it like, there was no internet in here before. So I it's, see. it's, it's a game changer for sure. Um, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm doing co-design some stuff with some stuff right now. Um, and absolutely like we use discord um, for audio and we sometimes we stream and share screens through mm-hmm. that yeah, while we yeah. play tts and it's so fantastic I, I it's it's also such a simple way to just keep information when you're going back and forth you know yeah. like every game i work on on my server i have a separate channel for it with just the access to me and the co-designer we can put anything we want there um and it's really helpful you know yeah. um and because it's all private, like you can name the games. Like, so if you've got games, people, you know, you can't share information with no one else can see them. So it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that's, that's been really, really, uh, 
really helpful as well for me. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing I th- a tabletop mentorship and we've used Discord and oh, it's that's been great. really really helpful with my mentee and I going back and forth. So Yeah, I think I feel like the it's it's helped me organize how I design um a lot a lot better. Uh because like I said, I was cutting stuff out and I had just boxes of mm-hmm. prototypes ready to bring to cons and <laughs> I I don't miss it at all. I don't. Nope. <laughs> I remember those moments like right before you're getting ready to go to a con and you are um, like, you know, it'd be like the night before and I would I would get like four hours sleep because I'd be up so late cutting out prototypes. And then there's the whole like, do I need to make extra copies? Yes. How many how many am I going to have to bring? What if what if multiple publishers want to bring it home with them? What if (laughs) what if zero want to bring it home? Right. Well, that happens. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I started to. I got to the point where, because I, I do a lot of like card game stuff, so I just would print out all the cards and not cut them out, and bring a pair of scissors yeah. and an extra like box or baggie, and then if someone took the first one, I would cut up the second copy. Um, <laughs> and I have had to do that a couple times. And while it took time at the con, at least I didn't do it ahead of time. Um, but it all feels wasted, right? Because like, yeah. if you even if one publisher takes it and no one else does, you've printed an extra copy that's going to change. So. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> no. exactly. I know every time. Uh, so I've been, you know, we would go to a couple. I've been to a few umpubs, right? And we would drive to uh-huh. yeah, me too. To, to to Baltimore, and uh, and I usually ride down with Daniel Newman, and and it'd be like he's like, I'm bringing my. Are you going to bring your uh, guillotine or am I bringing mine? Uh, gu- guillotine, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and and we would try to like coordinate so we didn't like overlap, but we were had all the stuff there if we needed it. And like, mm-hmm. and our friend Rocco would he was like, "I'm bringing a printer, so it, like if you need to print anything extra, yep. just bring your laptop." <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, I've done that as well. Um, one of the tricks I learned for that was two things I did was one, if I had. If I wasn't sure how many of certain cards I wanted, I would just print extra and not put those in. So if you're trying to figure out like card balance for yeah. like how many do I need for this or, you know, um, and then the other thing was I just invested in like some like the rainbow color of Sharpies, like really nice Sharpies of every color in the rainbow. And then if I needed to tweak cards by like adding a color or a symbol, that became really easy to iterate. And it's funny because I did that and I was like, I'll probably never use these. And I have used those so consistently. And so is every other designer I know who's like, hey, you got those markers? Like, can I have some of those? <laughs> oh, and now I know who to go to once cons yeah. open up again. I, I guarantee I will always have them. I will always have that uh, and an extension cord because, you know, you just never know when, oh you, my need, God. when you need power. So. So, um, well, it's funny. We talked about talking about all that stuff. So we had a little mini topic of that. Right. Um, and now we can talk about, uh, now we can talk about the, the real topic, which is very interesting. And that topic is, uh, mechanics we hate, uh, <laughs> but why maybe we actually love them subtitled, you know, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> do we really, it, will we hate them with the right game? That's, that's the right, question. Right, right, right. And I've learned. So- <laughs> You've learned that the that I don't yes. hate as many things as I think that I hate, which is a good thing. Right, right. Positivity. So, um, so tell me about that. Tell me about some mechanics that, uh, you really don't like, and and really what bothers you about those. Yeah, I, I'll start by saying that I that I 
that I'm more of a strategy and Euro gamer like yourself, I think. And, and I, I, you know, I like, um, card mechanics and, um, I don't want any take that. That's one I still hate that I have not found that I like. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and I, and I like, uh, worker placement, worker movement. Um, I, I like, uh, you know, card drafting. I like things that, that, that make you feel like you have a lot of crunchy choices. Um, mm-hmm. and the, and the, and the kind of, of mechanics I think that I don't like, and that I don't say I don't like are more social deduction type games, uh, or social deduction related mechanics like bluffing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like, um, real time as much. I like to take my time on my turn. Uh, and, and I, you know, and I say this now with a grain of salt because, <laughs> for gravitation the first game that we put out was ian zhang's uh design called please fix the teleporter which is out mm-hmm. now yep, yep uh and it is a real-time uh <laughs> uh speed puzzle <laughs> game basically where you're just right, trying right. to and it's dexterity which i don't love too much but this is actually really great so <laughs> it's like these things that i say i don't like and my kids love them and we love to play it it's it's actually really a lot of fun so it's one of those things where i like oh do i hate Real-time dexterity. <laughs> I so, don't anymore. So what is it about... Because clearly you hate that because you've played games and you've been like, no, I don't enjoy this at all. So yeah. what? what is it that you... That, you know... Like, so what is it that you feel like makes that different yeah that's a good question and 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 it may just be the it may just be that i worked on the game and that um and that it plays really fast and it's really mm-hmm. kind of simple um and and that i and that i'm and i've gotten good at it it might just be that right it's like you mm-hmm. like a game 20 percent better when you win um i think i think <laughs> i think that i think that i uh didn't like i don't like real-time games when when i feel a little frantic and i don't know what i'm doing and i think that's really what it comes Mm -hmm. down to is that i feel like i don't like that pressure um and so i have a hot take that i think is probably unpopular where i don't like galaxy trucker because i don't like the real-time aspect and at the beginning Mm -hmm. of of galaxy trucker i don't like that phase where you're forced to put all this stuff together (laughs) and and that's just right, right. It, that's always been my stance ever since I played Galaxy Trucker. So it's like um, I'm like I am not a real time gaming person, um, and it turns out uh, that I am because I'm also designing. Right, right. I also have a game design that's another real time <laughs> dice chucking two player game that right. uh, is actually really fun as well. So I'm a hypocrite. That's really what it comes down to. That's huge really, yes. raging hypocrite. It's it's interesting though because like I I also mentioned it ahead of time. I'm not a fan of real time games. Any listeners of the show know that my my burning rage for for real time games and it's for a lot of the reasons you said. And the one of the few real time games that I've actually really enjoyed was a game called Tessin, uh, by um by Chris and Suzanne Zinsley of Cardboard Edison. It was published by Van Ryder a long long time ago. Um, in that game actually uh, worked really well for me, like as a real-time speed game. I don't know what it was about it. Like I, it, it felt a little simpler, right? Yeah. Um, and it just, um, 
yeah, like I wasn't great at it, but I enjoyed it. Uh, whereas most other real time games like that, when I look at a game, if it says like be the quickest to or real time, I'm like, nope, 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 pass, hard pass. In fact, we have some kids games that are real time games that we play as turn based games. Right. Because <laughs> I just don't like, you know, the real time aspect. Now, there's one kids game we play that is like super simple. It's called Mustache Smash. Have you seen this game? It's like a toy game, you know. Um, you have these. I don't know that I have. Uh, you have these big mustaches on a stick that you hold up in front of your face, um, and then they have a suction cup on them. Uh, and each mustache is a color. It's either blonde, brown, or black, um, or red. I think there's four or red, and or a shape, right? And there's like six different shapes. And um, when uh, or four, I think it's four and four. Yeah. So, anyways, so a card gets flipped out. And that card will be a mustache. And if it's your color or your shape, you want to be the first to smash it down and pick it up with the suction cup, right? Um, and it's super simple, um, but it's it's the kids love it. I like it. Um, and then there are cards in there that will say mustache pass or something like that, which means no one can hit it. And ones that say mustache smash, which means everyone should hit it. <laughs> um and uh it's just yeah it's it's just a silly silly game um, that that kind of sounds awesome yeah i love it yeah it, it's fun i got it like at five below or something i think for like five dollars and was like this was an amazing investment that's awesome <laughs> so, i approve um so you also mentioned take that and you're right take that is just is just kind of awful right yeah. what yeah what is it what it's, is it i have a lot of opinions about take that but i would like uh, but first i'd like to hear what is it about take that that you don't like yeah I, I i think it's so funny because when i when of course when i started designing i didn't know anything and uh and i was like oh you gotta like you gotta say f you to 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 whoever you're playing give them a little you gotta make them <laughs> mad or how what's a game if you're not making somebody angry but uh yeah so so, I mean, my philosophy is that I design to reward players for mm -hmm. with fun, right? Like, I, yeah, yeah. I want to give everybody who's playing a game that I design a rewarding experience because that's what I want when I play a game. I want to right. feel like I had a rewarding, amazing experience. And take that, takes that away. <laughs> what yeah, it yeah. does is it gives you moments of... Oh my God, I am hating plan what I'm doing right now because somebody just right, took right. away all of my plans or they just took cards that I was going to use or they just yeah, gave yeah. me, they put an obstacle in my way that I, that I did not expect to have there. And I'm really unhappy right now. And I don't want, yep. and I don't want to design any of those moments. And I don't want to experience any of those moments. And that's why right, I right. don't like that mechanic. Right. Yeah. And you know, there's, I think that I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think I, I do agree with you, but I think it's interesting to me because you look at games like Uno, right. And Uno has a lot of take that elements, but like yeah. those don't, I play Uno with the kids a lot. Right. And cause it's just a classic game and they just really like it. We have like seven versions of Uno now, including Uno Jenga, which I actually would recommend. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, so, uh, they got it for Christmas. I'll give it a try. That wasn't me. Yeah. So anyways, um, it's called Uno Stack because you can't call it Uno Jenga. Yeah. Um, actually, depending on who the company is, they probably could call it that. But anyways, um, 
So, like, when I'm down to one card and somebody makes me draw two, like, that doesn't bother me, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, my plan is to run out of cards, but you're going to try and stop me from running out of cards so you can run out first. I get that, right? Yeah. Um, The kind of take that I can't just can't stand is, like you said, I have these plans and you've now ruined my plans in a way that's like, so I'll give you two examples. So in, um, in settlers of Catan, everyone's played that, right? Um, one of the most annoying things I think a person can do is cut you off with building a road. So you can't get where you were clearly going unless you were clearly racing for it. But like, I've had these friends like that I've played with before that would just purposely just cut you off to spite you. So like, I don't know what else to do. So I'm just going to block you from doing your thing. Yeah. Um, and it's a strategy and it's, it's a fair strategy. It's in the rules. Uh, and it makes me really annoyed at my friends that I'm playing with that are doing that because they're not, they're not trying to win by getting enough points to win. They're trying to win by stopping me from winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that annoys me. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, in 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 route building games, uh, you can you can definitely be really backstabby. And right. I know in Ticket to Ride, it has it can be the same really dark evil right <laughs> gameplay if you're playing with the certain uh, type of player. I think- I think the difference is in Ticket to Ride, I was actually going to use my game on real estate as an example, but Ticket to Ride's better because tons of people have played Ticket to Ride. So we'll use that. So with Ticket to Ride, um, I have these mission cards that tell me what to do, right? Yeah. So when I go on a path you were probably going to go on, it's not malicious. Like yeah. I'm not trying, I'm probably, not, at least I'm not. When I'm doing it, I'm never doing it to stop you, Aaron, from getting that route. I'm doing it because it's the most efficient way for me to complete the card I'm trying to complete. And I got there first. Right. Um, to me, that is not take that. That is like, that's a race, right? No, no. I, I completely agree with you. And I think, I think that it, that game was not meant to be malicious in any way, but it mm-hmm. can be played that People way. People are jerks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it can be, if, if, if you're capable of playing that way, then it's, right, it's, right. it's got its own take that. Um, kind of hidden in there, and I, and that's that's always a danger. Yeah. But I'll be honest, like like I said, I'm a huge hypocrite. So there's always going to be some game that I like <laughs> that probably has some take that in it, and right, and it's not, you know, it's not one of those things where I'm just going to be like, no, I can't, I will not play this game because it has some take that. Um, that's just not the case. Uh, right, I would say, right. uh, what is the game? Uh, North Sea uh, Raiders of the North Sea. Okay, I haven't played it, but okay, yeah. So it's a great worker placement game, but mm-hmm. it does have some cards that are take that in it, and I just kind of like let it go <laughs> when I play that game because it's yeah, really yeah. good. Um, right, right, and it's not like it's just kind of part of the game, right? It's not yeah. like like um, you know some games. It's like they're all take that, um, and it kind of I always have this like rule in games where I feel like something. Something has to be sacred in the game. Um, and it's the reason why the game Gubs. Have you ever played Gubs? I have not. So it's it's been out for a long time. It's a crazy, like, you've got your hands, you're doing these things. I don't even remember exactly, but what I remember was I played it once. And I said I'd never play it again um, because you put cards on the table, people could take them. You put cards in your hand, people could take them. You put cards <laughs> anywhere, somebody could take them. And you're like, oh, I've locked these cards in. Nope, false. I can take them. Um, and so like, it was just so chaotic that if you were looking for like a game that was pure chaos, 
good for you. Uh, that's not my thing. Um, and so I was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't handle that. Um, but one thing I wanted to touch on where you said, so two things that popped into my head. One is Dominion has in the base game of Dominion, there is one take that card. Yeah. Um, and the first thing my wife and I did was take that card <laughs> and cause no one ever used it. Right. Yeah. Like no one ever took that card because we were like, I could do something positive for me or I could be a jerk. We took that card out of the game, replaced it with another non take that card. And that's how we played the game uh, for a long time um, because we were like, why? Like, like, I don't want to be mean to you. Like, I just want to like play this game. And that's basically a solo game. And then there's this card that's just like, or I could just choose to screw you over. <laughs> well, that's when take that is good. When you take that out of a game. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the other things that, um, AJ Porfirio um, from Van Ryder Games said to me a long, long time ago, it was a game we were working on together um, that, that didn't end up getting published, but we were working on it. And I said, you know, but it was, it was a situation like the ticket to ride, like, but what if this person just starts to purposely cut me off? Like that's what they make their goal in the game is to cut me off. And he said, then, then that person is sucks and you shouldn't invite them back to your game. Night. <laughs> like, because so why do you want to play with that person? And I was like, Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> That's true, because if somebody did that, if I was playing Ticket to Ride and, and somebody was like purposely just like trolling me the whole game, I would never play that game with them again because that's yeah. not fun. Like, you can't you know? always design out all jerky play. Right, right, right. You, you, you try, <laughs> but it's, right, not, right, I, it's right. not totally possible. So It's like co-op games and trying to design for quarterbacking, right? And you can do some things, but like if somebody really wants to quarterback, they're going to. And if you don't want that, you shouldn't play the game with them, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I see discussions all the time where it's like, how how do I design so that there is no king making? It's like you can't. You design a game those people don't want to play. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or you just don't play with those people. Yeah, exactly. I um. My family's been really into Marvel United, which is a co-op. We have the base game. I'm waiting for like 77 boxes to come in the mail for the rest of the game, which I should get in the next couple of weeks here. Um, but and that game is co-op and I'm playing it with my wife and kids who are my wife is an avid game player like I am, but she's not by her own definition is not a super strategic like she's she always will say like if the game is pure strategy, you're going to beat me every time like because you just that's how you think. And I don't like I'm I'm enjoying playing the game and having fun, but I want some randomness in there so that it's not, you know, pure strategy. And that's great. I enjoy a little randomness as well. But my kids, like they're not quite sure what to do in the game sometimes because they're younger. So the game basically becomes them requesting me quarterbacking things, which is really weird. They're like, what should we do here? And I'm like, because I always have an opinion, but I'm like, what do you think we should do? I think I should do this. Like, okay, well then do that. But, but I really, what do you think we should do? <laughs> like, so, and there are times where I'll be like, listen, we're about to win or lose right here. And if you do that, we win. And if you do that, we lose. so you may want to consider that before you take that action. <laughs> I, I, I have the exact same problem with co-op games. Honestly, I don't, I don't play that many of them because for the same reason, I'm just uh-huh. like, you guys are all playing this wrong and I'm just going to go in the other room with <laughs> yeah. it and solo and figure yeah. this out. I'll come alone. back and tell you we won. <laughs> yeah. That's like the Marvel United game. I, I know that it's designed for adults and for, you know, you to play with gamer friends and stuff, but I never would. Like, that is a game I would play with my family because we're all in it together. 
and like we're enjoying what we're doing and we like that camaraderie and that like talking about the games and stuff so like yeah i mean that's so for us that's been amazing um but if i just sat down at a con to play it i know i'd be like you and be like why is this person so awful at this game like, <laughs> clearly you should do this right yeah. you know do this yeah. sometimes it's hard to to keep your mouth shut i, I have well, that problem yeah, no, me too. And it's hard if you're a strategy, like if you're somebody who's really into strategy, right? Like you're looking two to three steps ahead and not everybody thinks that way, which is totally it's cool. True. Yeah. But if that's how your brain is wired, and I feel like as designers, more so our games are, our brains are wired that way because when you design a game, that's what you're doing, right? Yeah. You're thinking through the game, um, which is one way to get good at a game. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's... It, so I, my wife likes uh, a few games that I like as well, um, but she doesn't think in that <laughs> way either. Uh, <laughs> but we, we play a lot of Azul, so uh, in all three of the, the renditions. And um, mm -hmm. sometimes, she, you know, she'll draft the, 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 the tiles and I'll go, oh, I see what you're doing to me right there. And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm not watching your board. <laughs> I don't care what you do. This is, I have a plan for myself. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> There's no hate drafting, oh, but I'm funny. just like, oh yeah, yeah that's smart. Yeah. I would hate draft me too. That's really good. Right, right. <laughs> it's not happening. When my wife and I play, um, when I, my wife and I, we like enjoy playing casual, fun, light strategy, just fun games. But when we play uh, Splendor, we play it like we want to get divorced <laughs> because like, like it's like you know have you played splendor before oh yeah I, yeah I love so splendor. yeah so like a huge strategy in a two-player game is if there's a color that's short right that's not coming up much in that first the cheapest section right like in the the low cost row and that color is saying two or three of the royals or whatever they're called the mm -hmm. uh, the people you need to get right yeah, yeah. Then you just hog that color when when it comes up, you buy it, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, and we both do it to each other, so neither one of us feel bad about it. But it's like, a style, you know, it's a solid strategy. Yeah, right. And it's <laughs> what ends up happening is there are times you'll lose because you're so focused on screwing them over for a color that then they just <laughs> win a different way. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, it's one of the only games where we're like really competitive. Um, we went, we played that game for about a year. And she never won. <laughs> so it became like this thing. And it was just because like I had played the game before. She had quite a bit. And like I just the game just made sense to me. Like it just it was like that is like that is like the perfect engine building game in my opinion. And so like it's just so refined and, and, and just works so well. Yeah, it is the perfect perfectly streamlined engine builder. Right? I, yeah. I, it's funny because I, I I have the physical copy. I mean, I've had it for a really long time and and we just we don't play it anymore because I play it on my phone and I'm so much better at it than anyone yeah. who would dare play it with me. Um that, uh -huh. that it just sits on the shelf. And I you know yep. it's fine. I, I, I my still wife play actually it. right. That is actually one of the things I think that made me so good at it as well is I played it on my phone so much. Yeah. Um and you just start to really see the patterns. You really see the pathways to victory. But yeah. my wife started doing that. And now she also routinely schools me when we play it. So nice. It's, it's all, right, pretty, all right. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, and maybe you know, I got to just put it on my wife's phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, you got to practice this, okay? Yeah. Get good. Um. So, so we've talked about 
take that um, real time. A little bit. Of, you you said you don't like dexterity, which I have to disagree with. I love dexterity games. Love dexterity games. No, and, and I didn't say that I hated dexterity. Actually, okay, I, that's I, that's fair. I don't play a lot of dexterity games, and I don't love dexterity games because I'm generally kind of bad at them. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. but um, but there you know there are some things that I I, I do like uh, dexterity wise. Um, what is the hmm. The Tokyo Highway, oh my God, my my wife and my kids love that game. Have you played Tokyo I've Highway? I've never even heard of that one. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, it's 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 like you're building these roads and you're you're using these tweezers to put little wooden cars on these huge roads that are like going over and under each oh, other. Oh wow, it's so fantastic. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's Japanese. Um, oh, that's super cool. They have a game out called Crash Octopus, I think. Uh, that mm-hmm. that it was on Kickstarter the just the end of last year i backed that it's so cool and it's dexterity too nice. it's got little like a wooden head of a an octopus and it's got little boats and all these little things around and octopus things like coming up supposedly out uh-huh. of the water like you're taking yeah, yeah, the yeah. water and you're dropping things onto his head and trying to hit other things that are around to get things onto your boat uh, it's just it just looks so bonkers weird and amazing um, so I'm looking oh, forward to that. Cool. That's the dexterity game that I'm actually looking forward to getting. Um, nice, nice. One of the dexterity games that was introduced to me just before the pandemic started was The Table is Lava. Um, have you played that one? No, but I, I did watch some people play that uh, at a con. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, and it's it's got some strategy, right? Like, you know, because some dexterity games are just like pure dexterity, right? Yeah. But there's some strategy to how you do it. Am I going to chuck a card to try and knock stuff over am i gonna you know which card am i gonna play and um my kids love it so that's one that they can just play on their own they're they're not good at it um you know i mean they're just not as dexterous as an adult would be um but they do enjoy it so um yeah yeah so no i like dexterity games but um but there are some that yes i i can be very bad at and that's that's not always (laughs) super exciting yeah, yeah. I I think I played like I think the last one that I played that I was really bad at was like Meeple Circus. Um, I think it was at Origins with. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like it was. Um, can't remember who I was with. Um, I think it was Kirkman's copy, Chris Kirkman, oh, okay. and, and he cool, and he was teaching the game, and uh, oh my god, I just kept knocking over my thing like over and over, like <laughs> so bad. I was so bad uh-huh. at it. I mean, I think I'd had a couple beers or something, so that I, I just, I was <laughs> right, just right, like right. not ready for it either. It was like the end of the night, and it, and we had just come back from dinner or something, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is not the game I want to be playing right now." I'm in last place, and I'm not going to win this game at all. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> "Okay, no, I'm not, I'm not playing that game again." Sorry, um, and, and it's, and it's the thing is, people love it, and it's really good. And I'm sure in the right circumstance, I would probably be like, Oh my God, this game's great. But it's all about like, you know, the moment. Right. One of the ones that my family really has enjoyed that I was at my wife actually, gosh, last year, it might've been last year for like father's day. My wife found me a copy of, um, of junk art, um, which, but she found me like an original copy off eBay um, like the original, like wooden, like yeah, old yeah. school, like wooden box, wooden yep. bits. 
Oh, wow. Um, that's a good one. Like, yeah. and that's, that's an interesting game because like you're trying to stack these things, but like, it just, it feels, it doesn't feel as difficult as it looks like it's going to, like you look at the piece and you're like, Oh, there's no way. And then as you start to stack stuff, you're like, Oh no, I get this. Like I, I can do this. Yeah, I can do yep. this. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, what, what is the, there's a, the, it's, I can't, you know, I can't remember names of things, but it's, uh, the, the moon, something, the moon, it's like these ladders, um, and you're stacking all these ladders up and you're hanging ladders off the edge of other ladders. Oh yeah. yeah. No, that's it, not, that's like, like climbers or something like that. Or like, no, no, this is, um, oh, now it's gonna, now it's gonna haunt me. So it's, it's, it's something, the moon. Yeah interesting like you're, I, you're gonna have to the, cut yeah catch the moon 2017 catch the, oh catch the moon okay yeah. interesting yeah um, first one i thought of was mooncake escape which also is a ridiculous board that like it's not dexterity but it looks like it would be so so catch the moon yeah so catch what is the, the moon is, is one that? that i would recommend so i i somebody played that with me at at um pax u i think and pax unplugged and we uh it was just so much fun uh, I ended up coming home and being like, I should have picked that game up. And then I ordered it. <laughs> and then, and then we, I play with my kids and stuff and it's just great. Cause you have these two ladders and you're kind of, you, you roll a die and it tells you if you are going to put one ladder on or, 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 or if you're going to touch one ladder with another ladder, or if you're going to touch two ladders with a ladder, or if you're going to try to catch oh. the moon, which means you have to put your ladder has to be the highest one and it can only touch up to two. So here's something I want to, I want to chat about here so because I think, you know, I, I think there's certainly something to the idea of you dislike a, um, you dislike a, a mechanic, right? Yeah. And then you design something with it and suddenly you, you like it or you've, and so one of the things that, that it reminds of is in, I think I, this is what I think the key is to it and we'll see what you think here. So in my, previous job two jobs ago uh one of the jobs i had was to program um ivr phone systems so like automated phone systems like to not to actually program them but to like do all the mapping and stuff right um and i hate automated phone systems like i am always like how do i get to a person how do i that's all i want to do is get to a person get me to a person um and so a couple of people were like you shouldn't be the person designing this and i was like no 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 i should because if I'm happy with it, like if I feel like it's usable and I would use it, then maybe then it's that's good, right? Because somebody who's like, I don't like using this, but this one I'll use because it's it's better, it's convenient. So that makes me think like as a designer, maybe you saying I don't like real time games or I don't like take that games or, or whatever it is, but then turning around and designing one where the the things you really it forces you i think to dissect the things about it that you dislike and recognize those as individual parts instead of just saying i dislike this whole thing yeah and i think there's something to be said about about you know ha having your preferences and opinions and then challenging yourself to to use those those mechanics and see if you can make something you like right and that's mm -hmm. that's like an interesting design challenge to say, okay, I don't like bluffing. 
but can I make a bluffing game so good that I will like it? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know the answer to that. But right, right. But it's funny. I, I, you know, I just realized, you know, I'm saying all this stuff about Take That and what I don't like about it. And my daughter has started to get into uh, Pokemon. And Pokemon, mm-hmm. the the TCG, I mean, all TCG games are just pure Take That. I mean, that's really right. all they are. They sure are. Yeah. It's it's back and forth of just Pokemon trying. You're just trying to hurt the other person nonstop. Yep. And honestly, before it's, they hurt you. it's kind of fun. And I <laughs> and I think it's about an expectation, right? There are there is no you know, your plans. You go into it knowing that your plans are probably going to get foiled because because that's all you're trying to do is survive and just mm-hmm. kill them as fast as possible. Um, and so. So it's it's interesting. I don't think that Pokemon is an elegant game. <laughs> I don't think it's like <laughs> a, a like a really streamlined, squeaky clean, brilliant design. Both right. um, CCGs are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a fair. hot mess, right? Like right, you could right. win in like one card, and you're and you're done um, in like two minutes, or it could last like way too long. Um, <laughs> right, right. Because you're just like blocking, um, mm-hmm. which is hot mess but but there's something interesting about it that's that's actually pretty fun so i'm again i'm i'm full of it <laughs> ccgs though they i mean like i think they have some common problems right where i mean look at every ccg that's lasted for a certain amount of time and they are constantly fixing the messes they created previously right right whether it's magic banning cards or other games where they just create new cards that you know, then make those make the original overpowered cards not any good. So that yeah. if somebody uses that card, then you know, I mean, like, so it's just, um, yeah, like I that's the biggest reason that I get into a CCG I'll, or some sort of collectible game, and I'll play it for a short amount of time, and then I'll just I'll feel like I've broken the system to the point where I'm it's boring. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be like, oh, well, they're gonna come out with new cards. But then, then I have to break the system again. Like, and that's just not fun the second time. Like I did that. I don't want to do that again. So, um, yeah. Do you think, do you think there are board games where the expansions are really just trying to fix all the crappy things about it that, that people have complained about or the designer has decided that they don't like about it? I think sometimes, yeah, I really do. Um, I also, I mean, obviously there's, like, I mean, some expansions just like Catan has 8 million expansions. Right. And like those just feel like cash grabs. Like that's really like, right. I have never played. I play Catan with the base game and we play with the five to six player expansion with four players because I think the bigger board, again, less people bothering each other and getting in your way is, you is fun. That's a um, fix. Right. Yeah. See, so to me, like that's a fix of a problem. The other right. thing I think that's terrible about Catan is it it's longer than it needs to be. So like we've found that like if you just give people resources for the first for both their first placements, while it's not as balanced, um, it does mean uh, that you have twice as many cards in your hand when you start the game, and the game moves a lot faster that way. Which That's is kind interesting. Of nice. I like your house rules. I haven't played that game oh. in probably ten years. Um, it's been probably three or four for me since yeah. I've played it. So yeah. Yeah, it's funny because you know, when I, I have coworkers, I work in advertising and they'll be like, Oh, you like board games? Do you, do, have you ever heard of Catan? <laughs> like, oh, you mean no, the game that's that? like twenty five years old? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a game that's 
that I, I know it was close. I don't know if it has or not, but it's, I believe now has sold more copies than Monopoly. Yeah. No, really? I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. There was a, there was a while back, like a few, three or four years ago. And they said on its current trajectory within the next couple of years, it will have sold more games than Monopoly, That's nuts. which makes sense. I mean, yeah. Like when you think about it, I mean, yes, if you count every version of Monopoly, I'm yeah, sure. I was you know, gonna say, I think, yeah, I think and, and Monopoly's like, had a resurgence yeah. um during the pandemic right. as well because people are like, board games. There's that what's that one called? Monopoly. That's it. What's Let's the play? one that'll make our family not want to live together? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Monopoly. <laughs> that is an example of take that I do not like. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. And roll yeah, and yeah. move. And you know what? And I would say I don't like roll and move yet. Um I like deep sea adventure. So I, um, I'd like roll and move as well and do not like it. Right. Right. I have a published game that has roll and move. It's a kid's game. It's to help kids learn to read. Uh, but it does have roll and move because they requested it. And I was like, I mean, okay. Like, right. It's okay. fine with me. Sure. And, and I think, so. and I think, I think it's, I think it's okay for kids games, honestly. Um, and it, and, and it can even work in, in, in larger strategy games. I mean, it, you know, dice placement is sort of a roll and move mechanic. Right, um, right, you, right. Just, I think you're just choosing which which one yes. you're going to move with. <laughs> I was just going to say it's it's in those games, it's really roll and choose. Yes, right? that's right. Like, and I love roll and choose. I like roll the dice, get these numbers, and do something with right. them. I think that's brilliant. Um, there's literally like infinite possibilities with that. I agree. Well, this has been a this has been an interesting topic, uh, but we need to move on to the uh, to the pitch section of our show, where you're going to pitch a game that I have no idea what what you're pitching. It's I'm excited. All right, let's do it. Um, <clears throat> I know you know what's funny is that that I was thinking that I was going to pitch a specific game that I had in mind that that um, we're going to publish with Gravitation. Uh-huh. That is not the game I'm going to pitch. Oh, all right. I'm going to pitch a game that I actually designed and it was not ever published that I put out for free many years ago um, that, oh, nice. I, that I've just now started to revisit because of the advent of, or the um, explosion of um, solo gaming, which is, which is really, yeah, which yeah. really started to become um, a necessary part of any game that's being published mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and so, so this was, pu- this is purely a solo game. And so <clears throat> The pitch goes a little something like this. In a world. Okay, I'm kidding. But <laughs> I can tell you, I was looking at you. I'm like, he's preparing for something here. <laughs> it was the movie trailer voice. That's right. Um, okay, so here's the thing. You need to get off the planet. It's called D- <laughs> It's called GTFO, the planet. <laughs> and... The reason being is the <laughs> the resistance is is winning, and you have political ties that are not that they are not um, happy about. So you need to gather supplies, gather enough credits, um, get them all aboard your ship, and get out before the timer counts down. Now this is <laughs> a dice placement game where you're rolling three dice on every turn um, and you are deciding the three places these dice are going. All three dice will be placed. One die will go to your fate section Mm -hmm. uh, and that will give you an adjustment um, possibly to your other two dice 
or it may take away credits or add credits or take away your health or add health, depending on the number that is there. Now, why would you ever take away things? Uh, only because you want to use those other two dice for specific reasons, um, because maybe those other numbers um, yep. are the only ones you can use for the other things. Now, one of the other dice... Take that to yourself. That's right. <laughs> one of the other die, another die, must go on one of the districts of the six districts where you will either buy supplies, gamble some money... <clears throat> That's the thing to do in the time you're trying to escape. Let's just go gambling. Uh, uh, mug a citizen and, and get a hitman to come after you. Uh, uh, go to the hospital. Uh, there are several different things you could do. Um, uh, get some fuel or go to the, the, the ship docks to actually unload mm-hmm. some of the uh, items that you've gotten because you can only carry so many um, at a time before you have to mm-hmm. unload that onto your ship. And once your ship has enough of the required supplies you can you can take off and you must make it back right. to the to the ship docks to do so the last place that you will be putting a die is in the countdown now the countdown is just a series of of numbers um and it's there are four ones four twos four threes four fours uh. four fives and four sixes when you can no longer place a die in there because you're going to cross those out this is a roll and right by the way you, I, I gathered. Yes, the, the the timer has been. <laughs> the timer is done, and so you must you must lift off before that timer counts down, and you must GTFO the planet. <laughs> Thank you very much. That sounds really interesting. So you you just made a print and play of that for free and put it out there. I did, I did, and I, it was one of those things too where I like brought it to a con. And I was just like. Handing it out to people. Oh, you need three three dice. Nice. Yourself three three six added dice. You can play this. Nice. Um, and then I had a bunch of requests online for people to like send for for me to send it. And then I I think I posted it on Dropbox at one point and just like posted it. like anybody that wants this can just take it. Right. Right. Um, but uh, it was a while ago, and so I've learned a few things uh, since then. And I I I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, great. It's it yeah. It's uh there are. There, there are a lot of people playing solo games right now, and and so I think I'll take another crack at it and uh, make make some minor adjustments. But it's actually, it's I was kind of proud of myself. I pulled it out. I was like, hey, there's some good stuff here. I'm I'm not I'm. It's nice when that happens. Yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't as bad as I thought I was at the time. I you know I I don't claim to be like a genius or anything, but but I think I I think I've gotten a little bit better uh, since then. But yeah, it's 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 actually it's actually still in great shape. So. But I'm, I'm going to, it's one of those things where, uh, should I pitch it uh, to, to, to a publisher? I probably won't. I'll probably just put it online for free. But Right. But still, it's it's fun to work with. And it sounds super interesting. And it's got uh, it's got a good name. So that's, you know, half the battle right there. Like, <laughs> that's right. Is it actually GTFO the planet? Or are you like, like abbreviate, like, is it actually abbreviated like that? Yeah. 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 That's brilliant. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, hey, thanks a lot for coming on the show. This was this was a good time, and uh, and it's nice to get to chat with you, and uh, yeah, and to uh, have a good discussion here about mechanics. Maybe we hate, maybe we don't. That's right. Yeah, and and that you know, no matter what I say, I'm I'm I probably have the opposite feelings um, <laughs> later on with with yeah. some other game. Uh, well, that Jason, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on. 
I really, uh, it's, it's really a dream come true, actually. You know, I, it's, it, everything has come full circle since, since I did, you know, listen to your game early on. Yes. Listen to your game, yeah. listen to your podcast early yeah. on. And, uh, yeah, now I'm on here. It's, it's, it's kind of, uh, kind of cool. That, no, that's very cool. It's, and it's always great to hear people, you know, who started out listening to the show. That's, that's, that is why we made the show. Right. So, you know, and, and now with the, with the uh, mentorship people we have on, we're trying to do that to start those journeys over again for, for new game designers who are listening. Cause I realize it's a lot to say, Oh, you're a new game designer. Check out my podcast. Why don't you go listen to uh 461 episodes <laughs> and uh, you'll learn a thing or two. So yeah. You'll learn, you'll, you'll learn like 400 and some things. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> nah, 461 episodes. I would say you'd probably learn a good 250 things, okay. but I All wouldn't right. go too over yeah. beyond that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there were some episodes when Rob was still here where we didn't, we didn't do much. So <laughs> now everyone else makes me be accountable. Whereas uh, Rob and I, it was just us. So we could just do what we felt like. So. Right. All right. Well, Hey listeners. Um, Thanks for tuning in again this evening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to buildingthegamepodcast.com. You can, of course, find us uh, on there. Find our Discord, uh, which I highly suggest you join as we talked about Discord before. It's great. Uh, lots of people there. And uh, also, you can uh, check us out on, of course, uh, email. Email. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, you can email us at uh, buildingthegamepodcast at gmail.com. You can call us, of course, at 770-HOTEL-BTG. Uh, definitely requesting phone calls and messages. Uh, for specific people who are hosts on the show, because I would love to have them answer your questions. Uh, those specific people can even be me, but that's frankly the least interesting. So I would suggest it someone else. Uh, also, of course, find us on the Twitter. Best place to find us at Podcast BTG. I am at J.A. Slingerland. Aaron appears to be at Internet's Magic. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. That is correct. Actually, also, I follow you, but I always have to look it up. Half right. the time I have to ask to get the hosts on the show. Like, what's yeah. your email? What is <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Internet's Magic on Twitter and on uh, Instagram. Uh, but also, uh, Ian and I are Grav Games on, on Twitter yes, yes. for our, com- our company, Gravitation Games. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, definitely check that out. Uh, please Fix the Teleporter uh, looks like a lot of fun. So I've seen a lot of uh, pictures on Facebook and Twitter of that, and it looks, it looks like a good time. So Yeah, awesome. It Maybe is. a real-time game I'll have to check out. Even It is a real-time game, but it's very <laughs> fast and very fun. Well, and if I can play with my kids, they'll love that too. So yeah, yes. kids love it. Well, all right, everybody. Until next time, good night. All right. Thank you. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. With Jason and friends. Dial 770-TEL-BTG. Please don't use the email.